Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where Black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby! Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to this latest edition of Gun on One, the podcast. It is brought to you by Patterson Square Garden. I'm Derek Gunn. Well, it is the NFL offseason, but of course, you being in Philadelphia, the Philadelphia Eagles are never out of season. Uh, we want to get away from the Carson Wentz topic, but we just can't get away from it. Um, so we're going to bring in a guy uh, who I have a lot of respect for, I consider a friend, uh, to talk talk about his perspective of what's going on, but more importantly, to talk about a venture he just uh, got into recently down in his home state of Texas. So, ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Lane Johnson. Hey, man, how you doing in all this cold weather up here? Man, I'm doing good. I'm actually up at the Eagles facility uh, uh, rehab every, PT every day, so getting right and uh, starting to feel good, and, and hopefully we have uh, OTAs. Uh, something coming up, some schedule. All right, so um, let's see. When the season ended, you got out of here real quick, man. Lane Johnson just disappeared. He was he was a ghost, man. Uh, is that telling me like, hey, you don't want to be a part of what's going on up here? You just want to focus on getting back to being Lane Johnson, Pro Bowl right tackle. Hey, that's it. I do that. Uh, I got a place a little bit north of Oklahoma City. So doing some remodeling stuff on some houses down there, trying to get my house my house ready. So a lot of under construction, my, my ankle rehabbing that. So, so under, under construction for a few months. All right. So you had the surgery like November, December, um, from what we're told and what you told us in general, the uh, recovery process is four to five months. Uh, how's the recovery been going? Are you on schedule ahead of schedule behind schedule? What? Yeah, I'm ahead of schedule. So, uh, man, I'm running the pool. I feel like I can, 
I think we're, we're supposed to be running on land here uh, here in a couple of weeks. So starting to feel good, starting to move around. And um, what I've been told, I've heard OTAs maybe planned in April. I don't know how much is going to be virtual, how much is not. But regardless, we still got our, our uh, training programs that they give out and the, the guys follow. So that's what we're doing. You um, you think you'll be ready for OTAs if they do have an OTAs in April? Yeah. I mean, maybe, maybe wow. later. I can I can get around probably in May. I mean, but it's feeling good now. But I mean, we got a we got a few months until then. But yeah, I think I'll be ready. You have said uh, shortly after you declared yourself done for the season that it felt like the ankle collapsed. What did you mean by that? Uh, your, my deltoid ligament, in my ankle, so kind of the inside of it uh, need to be uh, redone. So it just felt like. Have you ever heard the the term uh, "ride to the wheels fell off"? Oh yes, like it was falling off. So. Got the wheel fixed. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's just something that happens as part of the game. People get rolled up. Um, so it's it's not common – I mean, not uncommon among uh, linemen to get this procedure. But it's feeling good. It's feeling stable now. And uh, I'll be back on two feet this year. You're, you're 30 now. You'll be 31 in April, correct? In May. In May. Okay, so you'll be 31 in May. When you, you You've had a number of surgeries in, in your career. When you get to this point, is it tougher to come back rehabbing mentally, physically, or both? Is is, is that a fair question? No, I mean, I like the aspect, you know, I'm, I would say I'm on the second half of my career. Um, I look at guys like JP and Whitworth, you know, they're 39. So uh, if I can say, hey, I at least got four or five more years, good years. I mean, I feel like right now my movement and when my movement is, is my ankle is right, my movement isn't a – isn't a problem, and so when that's not a problem, I feel feel like I can I can do everything I want to on the field. But yeah, man, I mean uh, these young guys push me. Um, you know, as getting older, try to set a good example, just being up here working, and then really um, byproduct of all the work of all the guys will be winning, and so that's something we gotta we gotta get fixed. As far as off season, uh, you know how it is. It's yeah. rebuilding. Uh, new coach, Coach Sirianni. Uh, in here and so meeting him and and uh, a couple of the other guys uh, the coaches aren't in here I think for another week so mm. I get to form meet them but talk to them uh, all good I, I know they're eager to get in here and get started um so yeah but everybody right now you know everybody's <laughs> everybody in the NFL is on standby we're kind of we're kind of sitting and watching dude uh the latter part of that season it was kind of like watching a daytime soap opera unfold man you hear all these stories Carson Tension with Coach Doug Peterson, Carson, changing plays. Doug Peterson hasn't talked to Carson in a span of weeks. Um, did, did you notice that there was something wrong, not just between the two, but with the overall chemistry of the team? I mean, not really. I mean, from that standpoint, I mean, we're in the meeting as a total as an offense for a little bit of the time, you know, during the day. But usually we're with our position coaches before practice and after practice, so Really, all that stuff I wasn't really aware of. Um, you know, as far as when the benching happened, I know Carson was was still working like he normally does and was helping Jalen out. So, but I think he was ready for a change. I think he, uh, you know, as far as the Indianapolis situation, I don't think there could have been a, a better place for him to go. Frank Reich, um, really, I don't know, sparked something with him. And, and those two really have good chemistry. So they'll be good. Um, and then us moving forward, like I said, I don't know what's what's about to take place, but yeah. I, training, I'm just focusing on what, what I can do, and, and that's really it. 
When the season came to a close, um, we all felt that something was going to happen, whether it was Carson, whether whether it was Doug Peterson, whether it was both. But when it was announced that, that Doug Peterson was no longer a part of the Philadelphia Eagles, did it surprise you? Yeah, I was shocked. I mean, yeah, just because, I mean, he's been here, he's had a lot of success here. And, uh, yeah, man, but like I said, it's, uh, I mean, something like this happened, you know, three years in the league with, with, with Coach Kelly. And so it kind of took you off guard then, too, kind of mm-hmm. how And But um, as it always does, uh, the league moves on. Yep. Uh, the teams move on, got to regroup and, and get going. But as an older guy, man, I love hearing that. Uh, a guy's 30. Um, you know, he's getting on up there. But I, I look at the guys, you know, Jason Kelsey's still top of his game. You know, Brandon was 30, 31, 32. You see guys like JP was playing, you know, mm-hmm. Pro Bowls until he was 35, 36. Mm-hmm. So those, I mean, it can be done. And, uh, you know, the Larry Fitzgeralds of the world, the Tom Brady. So those guys are pushing the envelope. So right right now I'm just sitting back. I'm trying to learn as much as I can from those yeah. those guys. And, uh, man, just keep climbing. The rumors became stronger that Carson Wentz wanted out of Philadelphia. We were thinking, okay, if Doug Peterson has been eliminated from the equation, maybe those feelings would subside. subside. But no, Carson gets what he wants. He's dealt to Indianapolis. Did that stun you, or did you kind of expect it, considering what we had been hearing? I kind of expected it. Yeah. So, I mean, the reports, I guess, are, were pretty accurate. I mean, there's there were, there were lots of them, but you know, as a feeling from you know playing with you know both of them and and being around them, um, I, I knew it was a good situation for him. I knew it was a good situation for us. Him to get a fresh start, and then for us to get a fresh start uh, with Jalen, get him a, a hopefully a full offseason under his belt, and um, and move forward. So right now, man, we got we got a lot, a lot of young bulls in here and we're, yeah. we're ready. Did you think Philadelphia finally ate Carson up? I mean, when you think about it, he was a guy who was the, the golden boy, high school, college, uh, second player taken in the 2016 draft. Wasn't used to having a lot of negative darts thrown his way. And as you know, you know, Philadelphia is not an easy place to play, man. No, it, uh, Philadelphia, it commands your, your attention it commands you to be the best version of yourself and if you don't then you know it can it can eat you up but you know ultimately when you look at guys across the league there's been lots of guys face adversity you know I don't recall mm-hmm. all Drew Brees kind of thing with the Chargers was kind yep. of was it was a weird situation he went to the Saints and, and look what he's done yep so you know it's only a stepping stone there's a there's there's lots of time there's lots of opportunity to to get back to where you want to be and you know, as far as work ethic, man, people can say what they want about Carson. Uh, as far as working, he works, man. He works. He's relentless. And so he'll be in a good situation. And then us uh, moving forward, man, I'm just, we're, we're all ready to get back and mm-hmm. get back to training and playing ball. You know, this this COVID stuff, man, can, can head on somewhere. Hold on. They just turned the lights off on me. Hold on. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. The lights go out on Lane hey, Johnson. Hey, <laughs> Artie Denman, now they're going out on us. <laughs> Where where are you? You're at the uh, Dover Care Complex. Yeah, yeah, I'm in the locker room. So people can't see it, but I'm sitting here talking to Lane Johnson. And all of a sudden, he's in the dark. But Lane, being the consummate professional that he is, he gets up, turns the light back on, and doesn't stop talking. That's a that's what you call a multitasker, right there. And sometimes you you got to readjust. <laughs> you know, from your own personal experiences, 
you know, we, we talk about how difficult Philadelphia can be on athletes, not just football players, but athletes here in general. you got to have thick skin to be able to survive in Philadelphia. Was there ever a point in your career where you honestly thought, man, I, maybe I need to get out of here? Did, did you feel that maybe Philadelphia was too much for you at some point? No, not too much. I, I was I had to get out of my own way for a little bit. That was that was uh, <laughs> enemy. But hey, I got I got I got my fair share of scoldings. I, I promise you that. But, <laughs> hey, in in hindsight, it was uh, it was probably good for me. So um, right now, it's I'm, I'm in a good place. And uh, yeah, man, we're just we're all ready to get back to football and get back to some sort of normalcy or you know back to normal and. And, yeah, man, like I said, we're all on standby and just and kind of just waiting to see what happens. Wait a minute, man. What do you mean get out of your own way? What the heck do you mean by that? Suspensions. Hey, I just shot myself in the foot. Hey, yeah. I just got a new contract and then yeah. all my guarantees. So all my guarantees are were gone. And so you're just out there playing. And, uh, hey, you had to have you had to have a short-term memory. You had to mm. have the ability to focus. And so, um, you know, being around Coach Statland and different guys, that have done well, um, you know, in the league, Kelsey, Peters, Brooks, you know, you can learn a lot from, from those type of guys too. So you talk about football and moving forward and you can't wait to get out there. Have you had a chance to sit down extensively and talk with uh, Nick Sirianni? Um, what is he talking about in terms of what he wants from an offense? What he expects from you guys individually and collectively as players and professional athletes? Uh, we haven't even got there. I mean, we had a, uh, he, he just got hired. He was just calling to check where all the, where everybody was really. And I think maybe in the next couple of weeks, because I've heard April was when we're supposed to formally start, you know, try to start something. Right. We're, we're kind of all still waiting on that, but yeah, most of it was just small talk, seeing where I live, where I was training at in the off season, excited, you know, excited to have you, excited to mm -hmm. be an Eagle. And then, um, yeah, I guess all the formal stuff will start here in a, here in a few weeks. Again, this is the second time you've been a part of a new era of Philadelphia Eagles football. You know, you go from Chip Kelly, now you have Nick Sirianni. Um, so you look at the complexion of the team right now. Deshaun Jackson has been eliminated from the equation. As I reported earlier this week, uh, Brandon Graham uh, and the Eagles are working towards restructuring his contract. Uh, it mm -hmm. was just announced a short time ago that Darius Slay will be restructuring his deal. Have the Eagles approached you about restructuring? Yes, sir. <laughs> they have? Yeah. So have you already restructured, or is it still in the works? Uh, we're, we're still in the works. But, I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, don't, I don't mind doing it. You, I mean, I know you guys want to win, man. And, and, and you're 30 years old, and you're not old – by everyday standards, but we we know, we talk about this. You're getting up there in terms of football standards. Nobody yeah. wants to nobody wants to basically start over again, you know, um, and start from the ground up and rebuild, especially at this stage of your career. So you know, kudos to guys like you and Darius and Brandon Graham trying to open up the purse strings just a little bit in such an adverse cap situation for this team and trying to make this team as competitive as possible in 2021. Yeah, I mean, all, that's what it's all about. We got to uh, it's all about winning. So we gotta we gotta get back on the winning page, and we got guys willing to do that. And yeah, I mean, I, I've done it for the past the past few years. So um, hey, whatever it takes. Are you worried about the immediate future 
uh, of this team right now? I mean, you have to get a lot younger because of the cap situation. You have uh, basically an untested quarterback, you know, Jalen Hurts, who's got five games of film under his belt, but we still don't know what he could be in the long term. Does it concern you about the future of this organization? Whole new coaching staff as well. I mean, yeah, when you look at the big picture, there can be some concerns, but, you know, it doesn't matter who's the coach, it doesn't matter who's the players, there's still a schedule, there's still work you, you got to yep. do. Really, with, with us, we have our we have our blocks right now. It's off-season. Off-season is about getting your body back right for the, the yep. season that's up. You know, and then when OTAs come, it goes back into uh, getting your playbook dialed in, getting getting familiar with the offense, and then, you know, training camp comes. So we're, we all live this this lifestyle in phases, and that's where we're at, and, and really whenever – you have so much on your plate. There's, hey, you can only take one bite at a time, D. Gun. I hear you. Can Jalen Hurts be that guy? Can he be that that center, uh, that quarterback for you guys in 2021? Hey, most definitely. He uh, he has a confidence about him, a uh, an aura about him, and uh, man, he works his tail off. And man, he he, he can do a variety of things. He, he can beat you with his arms and uh, or with his arm and with his legs. Um, okay, so let's let's just put football behind us because there's obviously a lot more to come. Um, on Thursday, uh, you unveil that you have just helped open up the Lane Athletic Performance Center down in Kilgore, Texas, a junior college area uh, where you went and started your college football career. Um, why did you feel it was important to give back to that college? It was important to me because that was my, my only offer out of high school. I had some some um, preferred walk-ons from different schools. I had a couple of D2 offers, but my goal was to go to Division One. And and really, I wanted to uh, help the coaches and help the, the people that helped me get to, to where I'm at today. And really, uh, at the JUCO level, you have limited resources. You know, these guys are here for a brief one to two years, and it's really a stepping stone to where they want to be. So... Uh, this is not only going to help the football uh, program, it's going to help um, all the other sports there too. So, man, they did it right. It, it looks crisp. It's crisp. It looks sharp. I know they're proud of it. I, I'm proud of it. And, um, yeah, man, I, I don't know if you've ever uh, watched Last Chance You or, or – Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Seen, seen what the Juco life is like. But there's there's uh, lots of characters. There's lots of great ball players, And really, man, it's just uh, – it's a, it's a place uh, – <laughs> there's, there's a lot of hungry players there, man, trying to get to where they're going. And, uh, and and trying to win in the meantime. Did you have a hand in help, uh, helping design of the facility? Man, I mean, whenever they came up, we talked. I said, man, whatever y'all need. Are y'all thinking a certain amount of racks? Because that's how weight rooms work. You know, you have your, your double-sided racks, a couple platforms for power clean, power, uh, power clean racks. And yep. then, you know, uh, that's pretty much we just had a number. And I, I told Coach, hey, we may, we may add some more stuff in there. So mm -hmm. who knows? Um, but it's man, it's really nice. It, it did a great job on it. How much money did you donate to help get this thing going? I uh, donated. It was five hundred thousand. It was uh, last year, so it's been under construction for a while. You know, the, they had it taped off for I think a few weeks uh, for the unveiling of it. So mm -hmm. uh, kids are waiting to uh, <laughs> to get to see it and, and get to be in there. You were only there for one year, man. I mean, that that's incredible that you felt in your heart that this was something that you needed to do for that 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 JUCO down there. Yeah, man, I liked it. It's close to home. You know, it's only like an hour 45 from my house. And, uh, you know, Coach Eckert, who, who was my head coach there, he's, a, he's up there by Tahlequah now, coach back at his alma mater. And then um, Coach Gooden, who's the head coach now, was the offensive line coach when I was there. So, 
um, man, it's it's uh, put a smile on their face and, and yeah. the kids there that they'll take pride in it and and use it, man. Ultimately, use it. That's what it's for. Do you see yourself as an inspiration to present uh, JUCO players there and future JUCO players to come there? I mean, I can show you an end product. I can. Uh, there's there's a lot better ways to do it not than I did it. I can say you can learn a lot from my failures. Um, you know, as an NFL player, as a as a college player, I think you know I just learned a lot from from those mistakes, from my experiences. And one thing, man, I just I just kept moving on, uh, even when, when it was hard, even when it was uh, you know things weren't looking good. I just kept just kept going, and that's uh, that's really it. So your number 65 is etched into the walls of the facility. Your likeness will be always be a part of that facility. When when players and, and even future coaches walk in that facility and look at who Lane Johnson was and what he did to help keep that program going, what do you hope uh, that the body of Kilgore Junior College uh, remembers about Lane Johnson? And uh, just a story, a fun story to read. You yeah. read it out. It'd be be a very funny story, entertaining story, and then uh, I just want people to know that man. I appreciate the the people back home, and really, I just I, I love from uh, where I came from, and and I love the people there. Mm. Will you make appearances down down there? Do any off season? Maybe uh, you know, working out with players, yeah. motivating players. My, uh, my mother, she she doesn't live too far from there. Uh, she lives okay. there now, so but it's it's not far from Dallas. It's not far from uh, Oklahoma City. Um, so just a short drive. So I'll probably be there uh, a little bit in the off season. Cool. Hey, uh, you getting any uh, fishing in during the off season? Man, I ain't done nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? Lane Johnson not fishing? Hey, I couldn't fish because it was all iced over, D-Gun. All the lakes. And the- <laughs> <laughs> all iced over down there. So it's just now in thawing. But really the fishing, what they tell me, the experts, they said it's all about the water temperature. It's all about the. That's right. Yeah. Just some low pressure system, but water temperature, it, it's got to heat up. It's still heating up down there. But springtime is, um, is, 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 is right upon us. So it's, it's, it's about to get real good. Hey, all the water can't be frozen in Oklahoma. You have a house in Oklahoma. You can't even fish in Oklahoma. I couldn't for a while. It was, what? uh, ponds are frozen over. Yeah. For those two weeks, the ponds, the rivers froze over. It was, uh, man, <laughs> We even had a few ducks die. I, oh, never, my goodness. I, I've never seen that D-Gun. It'd be so cold a duck dies. But, hey, unfortunately, I'm, I'm sad to report we, we had some die on us. Wait, uh, you you don't have ducks on your property in Oklahoma, do you? Yeah. Well, I have ducks in the, in the in the big lake that I have. Wow. Well, if you're ever looking for a fishing buddy and, and you run out of fishing buddies, you know who to call, right? I'm going to call you. and, uh, and That's right. And, uh, Barrett Brooks. That's right. Hey, what's the biggest bass you've ever caught? Biggest bass I've ever caught was right under ten, man. It was like nine, nine five. Woo! That's see my, long. yeah. See my biggest is about nine one. I caught it back in the late nineteen nineties, Lake Moreno in Southern California. Now, unfortunately, I did put it on my wall. Now today, that would be considered a guppy by bass standards, but that was my biggest then. I was excited. I, do you have any wall mounts? Um, I do back home. Uh, I mean, I didn't even get that fish mounted. The the one I have on the wall is, I think, was given to me by somebody, and I, I've yeah. been telling, but I, I just been telling people that I caught it for all these years. 
Hey, on a ser- serious note for just a moment, um, you're from Groveton, Texas, which is about 91 miles uh, from Houston. Of course, back in February, the state of Texas was just swamped with a deep freeze like they had never seen before. I mean, we're watching videos here, man, of uh, apartment complexes and homes where water is running down people's stairs like rivers. Uh, people have no water. You know, you can't find water in stores and stuff like that. You, you, you being from Texas, I know you have a lot of family in Texas. Uh, how many of your family members? were affected by this uh i mean pretty much all of them in some some type of way a lot of them lost power you know my grandpa's there in, in the heights there in houston i think he lost power for a little bit i think his water was um wasn't running for a few days but really a lot of it was just power loss uh, trees falling on, on power lines um yeah man they're not used to you know pipes busting yeah people, uh, in texas aren't used to that type of freeze and uh and usually the homes aren't built to, to stand it. So uh, when you get something like that, it, I mean, it does its damage. You weren't down there in the middle of that stuff, were you? I, I was in Oklahoma. So yeah, I was, yeah, it was. Oh, a, wow. Hey, it was, a, it was the winter wonderland out there. D gun. Hey, it had to, sometimes I had to put my truck in four wheel drive a few times. Woo. Well, hey, man, uh, I know you're at the uh, Novacare Complex. I know you're rehabbing. Um, I appreciate you taking some time uh, to talk to me on the Gun on One podcast. You, you're always there whenever I need you. Uh, speedy, re- speedy recovery, my brother. Can't wait to get out there and talk to you again at the Novacare Complex in 2021. More importantly, can't wait to see you anchoring that right side again in 2021. You and, and Brandon Brooks side by side. By, by the way, is Brandon Brooks, he's ready to go? I think Brandon Brooks is ready to go. Um, yeah, man, like I said, we're all, we're all ready to get back here in, in April. Hopefully they let us and just get back to, get back to football, get back to running plays and get ready for the season. Lane Johnson, as always, I thank you, my friend. Uh, take care and be well. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. All right, brother. And that will conclude this edition of Gun on One, the podcast. It is brought to you by Patterson Square Garden. I'm Derek Gunn. And as always... Stay blessed out there, but more importantly, always be a blessing to each and every person you encounter. Until next time, so long, everybody. Gun on One is a production of D-Gun Enterprises in Patterson Square Garden. Elvin Shabazian and Wes Pendleton are the executive producers on behalf of Patterson Square Garden. Lead producer is Derek Gunn. Associate producer is John McNeil. Sound design, mixing, and mastering by Elvin Shabazi. Original music by Weatherman. For more information about the podcast, visit gunonone.com. And please, don't forget to subscribe and give us a positive rating if you're feeling the show. Thank you. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.